0: I did i played uh world world war z i've heard that's weirdly good it's really good and um i don't play games as often as i would yeah. like and so it was me both my brothers and my cousin and we started playing that and i just got into the zone and once you're like off playing games and you haven't played games in a long time that was <laughs> running through my mind like i had some really vivid dreams <laughs> last night <laughs> i and i had dreams about doing the podcast too i was like dreaming like but every time I said our name, I said some other like the wrong name, and you guys are getting mad at me. <laughs> welcome for to banana hammock. I mean
1: <laughs> strawberry jello. I mean
0: welcome to strawberry jello. What <laughs> was
2: well, that?
1: This is where we talk about Star Wars droids and their effects on pop culture.
2: Welcome to three hours later. I'm Matt. I'm Alex. And I'm Mike. Basically, we're three guys that got into an internet argument one time and decided we wanted to record it instead. Found out we all actually agreed, but we just didn't understand why we agreed. For different Real reasons, nice, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we decided we're, we we kind of want to broaden each other's horizons. And we're going to assign one person. Each episode is going to assign the other two some sort of form of media to consume for three hours or so. You know, if it's the movie. It's going to be around two hours. But um, just to see if what our opinion is and if we recommend it and if we will continue to consume it like a show. So like on this episode, we're going to be talking about the second season of uh, Cobra Kai.
0: It's going to be like a challenge. We're going to challenge each other. So it's, and it's a surprise too. So we don't tell each other what we're picking until the, tell the episode. So for me, I was the first one. Uh, I chose Cobra Kai. We met earlier. um, er, Earlier, earlier, -er -er. (laughs) earlier, earlier, earlier bird, earlier bird get the worm. (laughs) Yeah. So we met um, and we, we picked Cobra Kai, but now um, it's, it's mass turn, which is, a good way to do it. So next episode would be Mass Choice.
1: Right. And uh, what we're hoping to do here is by talking about things that, number one, I hope that this is all stuff we like. Um, but just try to kind of guide people. Let them know, like, hey, we watched it for three hours. We experienced it for three hours. And we just want to see if it's worth our time, if it's worth your time, and if we're going to continue watching it or just in ingesting it in any way. Um, so this week, uh, Alex picked the, the first thing we're going to be looking at, and it is Cobra Kai. Cobra, the, Kai. The- Cobra <laughs> Kai. Cobra
2: Kai. Cobra Kai.
1: The uh, YouTube Originals show. Um, Quick premise on Cobra Kai from Wikipedia. Cobra Kai takes place 34 years after the original film, the original film being Karate Kid, which they don't call out there. uh, Follows a down-and-out Johnny Lawrence, who seeks redemption by reopening the infamous Cobra Kai Karate Dojo, reigniting his rivalry with now-successful Daniel LaRusso, who has been struggling to maintain balance in his life without the guidance of his now-deceased mentor, Mr. Miyagi. So, I mean, that's uh, that's a pretty good description of what the show's about and it's going to be
2: a little bit odd because we're specifically going to be talking about season two yeah um but we'll try to i guess run through season one and kind of how we got to where we are at the beginning of season two um if you haven't seen season one highly recommend it 100 on rotten tomatoes but yeah it starts off where kind of where we left johnny not where we left daniel because daniel went on his little adventures to okinawa and all that stuff um, but Johnny, he really just had like one appearance in Karate Kid 2 where he's getting the chick kicked out of him by his, uh, sensei for losing the tour- tournament in and Karate Kid 1 and he hasn't had a charmed life since then.
1: Right. And th- that's, I think the interesting thing about this show is that it's, um, it takes a really serious look at what was a goofy movie. Like I love Karate Kid. I grew up with that movie. It was one of the first movies I saw with uh, one of my cousins who... Like, he fell in love with karate and everything about it. Um, and that movie, like, when you rewatch it now, it is the epitome of 80s cheese. It, yeah. is, it is absolutely of the era. And the crazy thing with this show is from episode one of season one, like, it's it's kind of dark. It's, it's not afraid to show the ramifications of being, frankly, a terrible person <laughs> and what it does for you and what it does to people that are ostensibly good people that are in, caught up in your situation.
0: And I will say LaRusso rode that winning tournament to his, well, what, 30s, 40s? Uh, he, he's, he's 57 50. years old. So wow. that's a weird thing.
2: He's five years older than uh, Pat Morita was in Karate Kid 1.
1: Yeah. I, I was shocked when I saw that because I, I was thinking, I was like, man, you know, when I read the Wikipedia and it says 34 years later, and I was just like, well, that, yeah, that checks out. That's how time works. But I was like, well, how old was he? Because, I mean, he obviously wasn't 16 years old in the movie. Dude is 57 years old. He's probably playing, like, 47 to yeah. 50 in the movie, but I mean... Yeah,
2: because yeah, he uh, Daniel was 17. Okay, so he's 51, Ralph, the character. Yeah, the character. Uh, Ralph Macchio was 22 during Karate Kid 1.
0: <laughs> well, karate makes you look very young. And, <laughs> I mean, he's doing, like, a roundhouse kick in his billboard when we see his billboard in, in Season
2: 1, Episode 1. That's what I'm wondering, like, how how big was that tournament back then? Like, everyone knows who he is. Yeah. yeah. He's a a huge celebrity out in, like, a huge town.
1: Yeah, so there's a few things you have to kind of accept in the world of this show. And number one is that in the 80s, and, I mean, sadly, it's kind of true in the real world, but in the 80s, you could commit sexual assault and regular assault and just be the bully, not be arrested. Um, And uh, apparently karma will take care of the rest of it for you. (laughs) Um, And the other thing is that Man, that city is all about karate. Like they like karate, like we like Marvel films.
2: So we got to believe that this is just the universe, then, right? Like, oh just, yeah, that's what they're breathing all the time—is just karate. Yeah, like, this is a universe
1: where instead of Donald Trump getting elected president, it was <laughs> uh, Chuck Norris. Is that better? It's cooler.
2: Yes, it <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would say like maybe instead of like football, like
1: this yeah, is like World Texas War karate. is yeah. the football.
2: Yeah
0: this is to karate
2: yeah
1: that, that it does feel like that because it feels like when uh when like the local football hero goes away gets drafted to the nfl then comes back to his hometown and opens the car dealership because that is legitimately what they do in this they just swapped out the word they like went in and did it like k- like find and replace of for uh football to karate
0: <laughs> yeah so it's kind of interesting when i first saw you know, cobra kai come out is like cobra kai was their main focus it wasn't miyagi-do it wasn't the rise of like Luke Skywalker a, to Star Wars. I mean, he, they just focused on Cobra Kai.
2: Well, specifically and, Johnny. So it was a yeah. total flip because, you know, we only got Daniel's point of view in the movies, um, excluding Hilary Swank's uh, yeah. um, under Underrated movie. It is not as bad as we all acted like it was. I guess it's comparing it to Credit Kid 2 and 3, 3 specifically. Yeah, 3 three straight up trash. <laughs> um but yeah, we, you know the the entire story gets flipped where now we're focusing on Johnny and we're getting that perspective. And there's always been like I guess that fan theory uh, everyone knows like the uh, How I Met Your Mother one where Barney goes on that little rant about like you know the karate kid is Johnny. Yeah, well, he, he's I, the main character. He's I, the I good was actually
1: guy. I was gonna bring that up because I I really I was thinking about that where that it's such a th- not a throwaway joke in How I Met Your Mother. I mean it does continue on for it's a re- recurring gag for the last couple of seasons at least, but the fact that they really make that push that Johnny was the hero and Johnny had everything taken away from him. And then if you think about it, you're like, Oh man, that that's a good fan theory. It's like the, uh, the Ferris Bueller one where everything was in Cameron's mind, where you just you think, you think about it and you're like, I know that's not really what it was about, but man, if, if only. And, uh, I even looked it up and it turns out that when they filmed that episode with the bachelor party and they brought in Billy Zabkin, and they brought in, um, uh, Ralph Macchio I guess afterwards they talked a little bit and it doesn't, I don't have like definitive proof that that led to this.
2: Hey, Friday kids, a great movie. It's the story of a hopeful young karate enthusiast whose dreams and moxie take him all the way to the all Valley karate championship. Of course, sadly he loses in the final round of that nerd kid, but he learns an important lesson about gracefully accepting defeat. I think that's speculation. I was watching an interview with um, Ralph, uh, Billy and uh, Martin and there someone in the audience asked them that question and they're like there's kernels everywhere it wasn't specifically yeah. that there's well, just yeah. a lot of stuff along the way
1: well and I think a, a big part of it is when I read about like because th- this was a thing I remember when I was growing up I'm a little bit older than both of you so I, I grew up in the height of the Karate you're Kid you're the youngest or, looking I am um, but uh, when, like Ralph Macchio had a real issue with being typecast in that role um, so he did his three movies um, varying degrees of quality in those, and he hit a point where he just kind of, he just kind of said, "No, nah, I'm done with this," and moved on to do a lot of stage plays, smaller roles, like just a lot of a lot of little things. He was a good working actor, and he it he doesn't say he resented the role, but it feels like there was a lot of resentment toward the role. And I guess when he did the How I Met Your Mother, is when he really started to see that it wasn't people liking it. Ironically, it was people like legitimately enjoying what he did
2: yeah they loved it
1: and i think that's what opened the door to him being willing to do this because i truly don't think that as good as this show is and and johnny is ostensibly the main character i don't think it works without him there because that's the whole point of it is showing the the difference between these two people and how this one event in their childhood changed the trajectory
2: of their entire lives right did either of you try to take karate after watching it like not recently but like when you (laughs) were kids
1: or recently. After, after watching Cobra Kai, yeah. No, um,
2: no. I, I, I have so many
1: friends that did, though, and, like, family members that, like, my one of my cousins is literally a cop, and his two big influences to get into police work and martial arts were Karate Kid and Steven Seagal
2: movies. I just picture him with his, like, black belt over his cop uniform.
1: You're not, you're not that far off.
2: <laughs> I'm Officer Sensei. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I,
1: I know people that, like, this influenced me in certain terms of pop culture, but I know people that this, I mean, this movie
2: changed their... Change their life. I remember trying to join karate and uh, quickly quit after they started pinching my armpits. <laughs> I guess that's a move. But then watching uh, Dimitri, I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm Dimitri. <laughs> I,
1: I, don't know, I don't know if you're doing karate, man. <laughs> Maybe yeah.
2: not. I think that uh,
0: instructor actually got arrested for uh, child molestation. <laughs> yeah, there may have been, some, may have been some, some pre-diddling going on there. This uh, It released, day was 84, so I wasn't born until 87. So yeah. it wasn't really yeah, in my you're height. A kid. It's cool. Yeah, no, I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mike. <But, laughs> <laughs> so this didn't really hit me it was more of power rangers that wanted me to get into martial arts yeah. you know jason david frank is, is still you know kicking butt out there and um no i didn't really get into karate i'm from a small town so we didn't have any karate and we had to drive 30 minutes just to get at a decent you know grocery store um so it wasn't it wasn't like that for me i didn't really have an option to do it or not um, it wasn't until um middle school and high school i did wrestling and um did some i did actually do some karate um and jiu-jitsu and uh mixed martial arts and, and i know quite a bit of people from ufc and bellator but um karate kid wasn't necessarily my my uh, to go for that unfortunately it was more of the power rangers was right mine.
2: i mean i think just that the time that we grew up though that was a, there's a mix a mixed bag of things that kind of yeah, karate's cool. Everyone's doing karate. Yeah. Even though we're like, I don't know what karate really is.
1: Well, and I think I think Karate Kid, I, mean, I promise at some point we'll get to Cobra Kai, but I think Karate <laughs> Kid, it's one of those movies that even if you don't like that movie, you like the movies informed by that movie. Um, I compare, I mean, this is a really lofty comparison, but I compare it to like a Star Wars, where like I love Star Wars. I don't understand people that don't love Star Wars, but... Even if you don't love Star Wars, I promise you there's some form of media out there that you love that was informed by that because you can't have a pop culture phenomenon like that hit and not change the landscape. And I really feel like Karate Kid, like it gets piled up with a lot of these 80s, like teen movies, these 80s, like bully versus the nice kid and the nice kid comes up. It, it just it did more than that. Like it really did a lot more than that.
2: I, I got a Power Ranger vibe from the season two when they're fighting in the mall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And that's something I kind of wish the new Power Rangers would be like that. Right. You know, because I haven't followed Power Rangers in forever, but I used to love the original Power Rangers because they were just like, hey, we're kids and we oh, got now, attitude. Yeah. We're teenagers <laughs> with attitude and they've i felt like they went away from that and i don't know like i like knowing their personal background and billy couldn't even throw a punch right you know he was such a scared dude and <laughs> and then you see these like the red ranger like oh that's the leader and he's gonna you know save the day and and he's but surrounding them are these guys who did martial arts but then you had billy who didn't it was learning but he was part of the team too right. and got these these abilities and but he was smart and that was his key to the team um so I think those. And then he were... went off to a
2: fish planet forever.
0: Yeah, and then he was by.
1: <laughs> God, that's like I, I, I. Power Rangers is just not my thing. I have a I weird respect for it, but I don't like it. But I know a lot about it, and when people bring up plot points, I'm like, yeah, that's re- that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're describing Fever Dream, but no, he, uh, he was there forever. Went to space. Went to a fish planet, and all, all hell broke. But yeah, yeah, that all happened. Checks out.
2: I can remember the day I saw the first like commercial for Power Rangers. I was like five six and I just remember like being in my grandma's uh house and like grandma can I watch that when it happens I don't care whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I think that that was the
1: first like major pop culture thing that I had I just aged out of it like I was just at the age where I know it was there i I saw it happening but I was like that's my little sister's thing that's that's my <laughs> My baby cousins' thing. That's like what the kids are doing. I'm over here playing. I'm a man. Yeah, I was doing cool <laughs> stuff. Like playing, I was playing Magic the Gathering. Ooh, yeah. Summoning so demons. Yeah, let me let me tell you how cool I was in high school. Let me tap those lands. Going to, going oh. to the career counselor saying, "Hey, at lunch, so we don't get bullied, can we hang out in the career room and play uh, Magic the Gathering?" I not going to I promise we're my, uh, gonna summon
2: Satan." Turn my music stand flat so I can use it for a magic table. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's that's how you do it. Um. So, All right. Alex, so, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, good. No, no, you, you. Alex, you go ahead. What are we gonna say?
0: Me. <laughs> okay. So Cobra Kai, uh, in general, the season one and two, I felt like there wasn't necessarily a good guy, bad guy, and that's what I loved about this show is that you want to root for both sides. Cobra Kai. Was kind of you know the 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 bad you know karate the dojo boys, the, yeah the bad boys, the bad the boys. World. yeah Cobra Kai Cobra Kai the,
1: the, the cool kids but, in the karate yeah world. but
0: then you see these like a, a innocent guy like Miguel getting trained and you're like oh, okay he's the main character that's gonna go and defend himself and learning karate and it just takes a turn where there's Miyagi Do there's there's Cobra Kai of course. And they're going against each other. And I root for both of them. Like I could see the characters from both sides. And it kind of blurs what is good and what is bad. Because it kind of highlights that everyone has a struggle. And you can't just put up a... uh, I don't know. Like they were saying, like a perfect princess is is in one of the characters. And so when you got someone who is not having uh, a mom around. And um, uh, has to eat... From like in the dark at one point, and, and he's eating a cereal, with his dad, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cereal with water. Oh yeah, and real quick <laughs>
1: spoilers for the show. We're going to talk about the things that happen in the show. Oh, yeah, well, because we do that. <laughs> his dad is Johnny.
0: What? <laughs> and it's, it just takes a good take, and what I don't see too much in shows because you you get a good guy and bad guy, you get good and evil. But this really does a good job of blending those two together, and you're just observing it. You know, I roof both sides. I don't know about you guys. What did you yeah. guys?
2: Um, I think that Johnny actually has like a line in this season that kind of gets at what you're saying. Is uh, he's talking about Cobra Kai? But you know, there is no black and white. They just walk the gray line mm-hmm. in between black and white, and that's kind of what the show is. Because you know, we. I don't think anyone hasn't seen Karate Kid One, and that's mainly what they're going after. They don't really focus on the other movies, but. We know what happens, we know the themes, and this is totally, like, a nostalgia bomb, and it could have been just a cash grab, but instead they actually made, like, a really, really, a show that shouldn't even be this good, no, to be it, honest. No, it
1: has no right. Like, it, it it's on YouTube Premium, right. which is, <laughs> it is a trash pile of television. I have tried, and, like, I, I don't understand how this show transcends all of it. Right.
2: And so we see things that are about to happen and we're like, oh, that's just like in the Karate Kid where this happens. But then it takes a total, you know, right turn instead. And that's the entire series, I think. It's like we we have an ex- expectation and they just keep flipping it on us. And that's what keeps the show fresh and good, I think.
1: Yeah, so I think the show is, it's emblematic of something I, I adore that's happening in pop culture right now, which is people of around my age that grew up with 80s and 90s media, which is, I know everybody thinks the media from when they were a kid is the best, but I think, like, we can... Specifically,
2: do... the 90s was the best, though.
1: It, it, you know, it had some stuff. But, no, but 80s and 90s media was where, like, it was this perfect crossroads of technology, meeting performances, meeting just scope, where you could do a lot. I mean, we're, we're in that same thing now, where you watch a movie like Avengers, and, I mean, you're seeing things on that screen that you will, you've will you
2: never seen in your life. Possible spoilers for Avengers. I don't think so, but just getting it out there now. Oh, I'm, uh, so I'm just going to say it.
1: No, um, but... uh. <laughs> and what what this show does is it takes what was a childish concept like karate kid is every every cobra kai member should have had like a twisty mustache and walk in going like i'll get you danny <laughs> like and danny was such a just good guy like he was like the sweetest good guy and miyagi was like this incredible paragon of virtue and what this show does is you can tell that they sat down and they said, what if this was real life? What if the stakes mattered? Yeah. And what if these people existed? And like you said, they go down that gray line. Like they don't ever present anybody as the hero, but they also don't really present except for probably crease. Like they really don't give you a hardcore villain.
2: Um, Except for Hawk this season. I hate Hawk.
1: Yeah. Well, Hawk, Hawk's just a dick, yeah. but he, even he is like, He's kind of charming at times. Yeah,
2: no, I, I actually really liked him in season one. Yeah, season so two he just gets dark. But he's still redeemable and all that. Yeah, where I guess Crease is not. I even have a note because there's a, a scene in um, this season two with Crease where we find out that he's homeless and he's at the shelter and all that stuff. And uh, you know, he's just a sad old man.
1: They almost made me care about that psychopath. I
2: even wrote it down. I was like, if I trusted Crease, I would cry right now, but I don't.
1: Yeah, well, and that's but the it's but the trick play. is you understand why other people do.
2: Right. Exactly. And that's
1: that's the thing that blew my mind is they took this one-note villain in Johnny and gave him so much pathos and so much reasoning for why he is how he is. And when Crease comes back into the picture, of course he's going to go back to his father figure because that's re- I think the show is really about like coming to terms with your father figure and learning about their their faults and being able to move past those. And, you know, they don't really do that with Miyagi too much because they, it's, I don't know how you make that character not like damn near perfect. Well, he's human Yoda. Yeah, he he really is. Um, but they do it through Daniel. Like Daniel is deeply flawed. Like yeah. he is kind of a dick.
2: The way I see it is, you know, Johnny is doing the wrong things for the right reason Daniel's doing the right things for the wrong reason. yeah
1: like he, like yeah. He, yeah he's only doing it because he just can't stand seeing the villain from when he was a kid getting anything in life like he has to push him back down even though right. when you look at it like Johnny's life is phenomenal. He's wildly successful. he has more fame than a karate boy should ever have. Um, he owns car dealerships Daniel that's right Daniel. Um, he owns car dealerships. He's got a couple kids that are pretty cool kids. He's got a really cool wife. The son
2: sucks. I'm glad he was like in one scene this season.
1: <laughs> the sun, the sun sucks. But I'm just saying, like, as a child, it's right.
0: he could have worse. But he was at camp like right. the whole season too. <laughs> they, they made just the, the se- They made the second
1: season mostly be during the summer just to do that. They're yeah. like, oh, we gotta get rid of this kid. Yeah. And the one time he walks in, he's like, I got a switch. Yeah. What's up?
2: I'm doing um, Nintendo by day.
1: <laughs> but the fact that they. Like, they, they don't whitewash Johnny. He is still uh, he's just a complete prick. Like, he is rude. He is a he's, a... he's an alcoholic. Like, they don't pretend he's not. Like, that dude I uh, He's drinking water.
2: Coors yeah. Banquet.
1: Yeah. It, it, I mean, you have to drink a lot to make it ha- work, but he's drinking it as he wakes up. He probably should not yeah.
2: have been alive with that oh. diet. Just oh, fried no. bologna and... Well, that, that is the funny part, is I
1: did <laughs> notice. I was like, how are you that fit? And this is your diet. <laughs> Beer cool. and fried bologna. Cruddy
2: bro. Yeah. <laughs> But um,
1: they make you really like, I desperately want his character to gain success. Like I, de- I, I need at this point something good to happen for him because I think we are seeing a deconstruction of a bully and a deconstruction of a, a very flawed human being. And I also like that with Daniel, like he's he is the one that has everything together. He's the one that's supposed to be like the the, the great kid and his life is kind of rough. Like right. it's almost like all a facade that he's trying to grab onto that childhood glory again. And he's doing whatever he can to keep that.
2: Well, I feel like, uh, when, uh, Miyagi probably passed away that Daniel lost a lot of his focus. Yeah. Like he is kind seven of
1: seven years before the show.
2: I think they say. I think so. And he's kind of rolling back into that, you know, the hothead at the beginning of, uh, the karate kid. Um, Johnny kind of breaks my heart in this because at the end of the first karate kid, you know, uh, Daniel wins. Everyone's lifting him up. And uh, you see Johnny grab the trophy out of the announcer's hands and hands it to Daniel and says, you did good or something like yeah. that. And, like, you know, Johnny ended on a pretty good note in the movie, so it kind of breaks my heart that th- his life afterwards.
1: Well, I, but they also make sense of it because it turns out it's because Creese, who is his father figure, just destroys him. And, I mean, that happens. That's the beginning of Karate Kid 2. Yeah. But, like, you can see the effects of these toxic relationships across the board, and it is generational because even though Johnny wants to be a good i mean i feel like he wants to be a good guy and he wants to be a good person like his relationship with his son is bad because he's been a very bad father because he had a very bad father figure and his stepfather is also terrible and like everybody in around him like of course he's going to be a monster
0: right um okay so the next thing i kind of want to talk about is what did you not like about cobra kai because there's a few things that when when i like a good season and it starts out, and I like love these characters and love the way it's going. Just sometimes there's things where they try to change or add and do on the next season, and it takes away from it. So I have my thing. I'm going to reserve it. I just want to hear from you guys first. So, yeah,
2: especially like compared to season one, which no one expected to be good. It just, all yeah. right, ha-ha, Cobra Kai, show, whatever, YouTube, um, blew me away. So, yeah, I did kind of compare a lot of season two to, to how much I like season one. I didn't have a lot of dislikes in it. I do think the one thing that bugged me the most that I wrote down pretty early on was that they really underutilized uh, Miguel this season Yeah. up until the end. Yeah. And like you were saying earlier, he he almost seemed like he was going to be the main character. He's just one of many, of course, but he was definitely a harder focus first season than he was this season.
0: For whatever reason, I kind of pictured him as like the Mike Morales, like the new Spatterman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where it's like, like, it's the same but but different. (laughs) Yeah. And he was supposed to be the redeeming character to Johnny. And there was nothing like that on season two. Well,
1: what I what I think they did, so before I get At to my comments, Miguel. I, I think yeah. one of the things they did really great with Miguel is they, through Miguel, you kind of get the origin story of Johnny. Because yeah. you can tell they both came from roughly broken homes, like mm-hmm. single parent, probably like they, they didn't have great childhoods.
2: And it's funny because he's training Miguel and Miguel is totally Daniel at the beginning.
1: Absolutely. And, and and I think it proves that like I think, you know, I think most kids, most people default to good. Like I, I don't think, I truly don't think most people are bad, but I think that's a behavior that you learn and you pick up and use a defense mechanism. And I think one of the, the coolest things they do in the show is like mishandling Miguel. Because they show you how somebody who is earnest, who is a good human being, who just wants to better themselves, can so quickly and so easily be corrupted by the wrong influence. Um,
2: the dark side.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, it's, they tell a better Vader story than the, the prequels did. Like, it's <laughs> really cool watching this kid, like, just slowly get corrupted by First Johnny. And then once Kreese gets in the picture, and like, that dude just just comes in and takes over. Um, I mean, literally at the end of it, but, uh,
2: so yeah, so, so that even work like, okay, you don't own your business anymore. Yeah.
1: There, there was a weird hand wavy (laughs) thing. It was like, handshake deals don't work, Johnny. And I'm just like, like, okay, that's, that's not how all this works. But, and also I was like, well, how does Johnny just get to be like, I'm Cobra Kai now. Um, but those are the nitpicky things. And like, and that's, that's what you guys will learn like about the things I like is I really tear apart the things I like if I complain about it a lot, it means I like it a lot because I look for every plot hole to find a way to fix it. Um, so the whole reason I want to talk about Miguel first is because my biggest problem with the show are the kids. I get that it's a YouTube, uh, premium show and especially season one, you can tell they had zero money to spend on this show. Like it feels every bit a web show. Um, and season two gets a little bit better in scope and a little bit better in like different locations and things like that. But, uh, I feel like they hired the kids they could get, and now they just have to roll with it. And some of those kids have matured dramatically. Like, like Miguel is legitimately a really great character, yeah. and he was underutilized. But then there's other kids that I just... It felt it, like watching Power Rangers. It felt right. like that kind of overacting that I was just like, I love that you're here, and I love the representation, but... God, there's got to be a better actor out there for I this I think one. That,
2: that was honestly part of it. They uh, did say that they hired... The, the kids do know, in real life, martial arts. Yeah. So they had to look for that first and actor second, you know?
1: Yeah, because I'll give them credit. Like, the martial arts scenes in this are, like, really great. They're really well choreographed. The daughter's um, kind of
2: weak. Like, that kind of bugged me. She was moving really slow when they did her fights. But she, she moved, like, phenom- phenomenally in season one, like, at the yeah. end. And then on this one, like, there's one where she kind of just bends down and does, like, a back kick, and it's just like... It, it, is, getting up. it
1: is more choreography than like dance than real karate. If you right. watch it, because oh, it
2: is it is. A slower. lot of kids
0: are also dancers too. These so yeah, is that dance. the one with roller skates? Because come on, no 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 no, it roller skates kind of uh, heavy in the mall. Oh, okay, yeah. She does that move a lot then. That's yeah. her two go. Sweep the leg. What? Yeah.
1: There's a few people where you can tell like they, they got really good at this one move and they're just like, just keep doing that. Just keep rolling. That's in the me. Head. That's me in a fighting game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, down
0: kick, down kick,
2: down kick, down kick. But yeah,
1: I I think the kids hold the show back and I think that the show absolutely shines when it, when it really pays attention to the adults because all the adult actors, like, I don't know if it's just sheer luck because a lot of these folks are from the movies and they haven't done a ton since the 80s, but holy crap, man, they're so good. Except for Raymond.
0: Yeah. Stingray. Yeah, that dude, God, that guy just won't go away. Can we take a moment, because that is my (laughs) biggest beef with season two. He is trash.
1: Life of the party has arrived! Woo! Take a spin, babe. What's
0: up, Bird? What's up, Stingray? Good to see you, buddy. He is trash. And he plays the same character on the show called Kingdom. It was on audience, and it, he, it's the same character and I thought it was just he, it's in the same universe and he just kind of walked into this dojo and by far my biggest oh, my biggest gripe with this season 2 is Singere it, you have a grown man fighting kids yeah and I think
1: you can like you can point so the first episode of the season and the last episode of the season are like the those those are the perfect examples of why he's so bad he shows up in I guess Home Depot lows, whatever yeah and uh Johnny's in there, and he's helping him. And you're just like, man, this extra is getting a lot of lines in. And why do I know this extra's name? Oh, no. This is real oh, dumb. No. Oh, and you no. knew something was going to happen because he's one of the very few recognizable actors. Like, he hasn't been in a ton, but he's just enough of a, a current character actor that you're like, oh, I've seen him in, in things. And he just keeps talking, and he keeps talking, and you're like, all right, whatever. Season progresses, and he's just in the show more and more. And was it, he was in season one? Or season two. Season okay. two. Yeah. Um, and then... The final episode of season two is, I, I personally, I think it's the best episode of the series. I think it is absolutely incredible. I don't even want to get into spoiling it too much. Just that people should, if nothing else, watch season two just to get to that episode. There's a fight scene in it that is a 12-minute fight scene in a half-hour-long show. It kind and of
2: it is, me like, Old Boy. Like, yeah,
1: it's a phenomenal fight scene. The the choreography is great. The cinematography in the fight scene, like, you know where everything's taking place. Every step matters. It like, movies should watch this fight scene to figure out how to make a fight scene. It is a legit battleground. So, oh, yeah, like, well... Mike so, is saying that this is better
2: than Endgame. It's 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 up there. No, but, <laughs> you know, but
1: here, actually, a good comparison is I think it's better than the last episode of Game of Thrones. All we heard for God knows how long was like, oh, this is the biggest fight scene. It's the most we've ever days, spent.
2: days, Helm's Deep, what?
1: And I hated that episode. There were incredible moments in it, but as a fight, it was hard to tell what was going on. The choreography was rough. You could never tell what the layout of the castle was or where people were in relation to each other.
2: I think we'll get into that later, but I oh, yeah. kind of reverse I Honestly, I, I had a lot of issues with that episode, but I liked it.
1: Well, okay. Yeah. I, I liked, so there's so many things in that episode that I loved, but but that was the part that bugged me and it stuck with me because all I kept thinking was like, you guys hyped the hell out of this fight scene
0: and that's the part I hate. Problem yeah. with hype? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> but I had no hype for this episode I've been and, I was like, you got to watch it. I was like, and then you,
1: and I'm watching it. I'm just like, what? The, like this is this is a masterclass in how to film a fight scene. Mm-hmm. This is a masterclass in how to tell a story across multiple levels of a building and across
2: many characters. And even explains like some of the questions that you're having during because yes. they're like, where's the, where's the staff? Where's the teacher? Oh, my and God. They, yeah. Like oh, here's one. Yeah. And I even like called it out. I was like, they don't get paid enough. And he's like, I don't get paid enough. Here. Yeah. It, it, dude, it's like, so well done. Right,
1: and, fair, then, fair, fair. and then in the middle of this incredible scene, here comes Raymond to beat up some children. Because Raymond just happens to be at the school doing an interview because that's how For interviews security. work. Security.
0: For security. for security, yeah.
1: For security, so thank clearly he's going to be a, a main cast member season three. He's going to be working at the school. God, I hope he's in jail. Yeah, I yeah, think just you, for yeah. beating up kids.
2: Oh man,
0: yeah. It, it Like his gang of region
2: ha- show too. Yeah, <laughs> his <laughs> character high was yeah. butts.
0: I'm applying for a job at security. I thought you were at Home Depot, bro. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here?
1: Yeah. The other real complaint I have about the show, and it's just a formatting complaint. And I know it's a, it's a product of it being on YouTube and them trying to keep it to, like, something they can pick up views on. I think the show should be hour-long episodes. Because it is, it's paced so oddly episode to episode, and you you get a lot of, like, real two parts. Like, the whole thing is a single narrative. It's a serialized yeah. drama, but... You get a lot of episodes that just 100% feed into the next one. And I just, I'm, I'm watching it and I'm like, man, if you just done a six episode, one hour per episode season, it, it could be damn near perfect.
2: I mean, if you're going to be binging it, I don't think it's that big of an issue because I honestly, like, the episodes literally ble- bled in where yeah. I could not remember if I was still in the last episode or the next one. Oh, yeah, that was happening a lot. that was it really weird. take me out of it. So I, I think. If, if, if you're going to binge it, it's fine. I think if it's something that, you know, you're busy, you can't watch it all at once, then it could be an issue, for sure.
1: But uh, the other thing, too, is they they brought up Applebee's enough that I noticed it. And that was weird. Did they? Yeah, the very first episode, Ed Asner talks about Applebee's. And he talks about the incident in Applebee's, which they never get into. And then the second season begins with all the kids chilling oh, in yeah. Applebee's, you know, like you do when you're in high school. Getting them good, good Applebee's wings.
0: Yeah, let me make this... Video
2: for yeah. my ex, yeah, it and Applebee's,
1: not <laughs> like bad. The, Just like the spot. The second I notice it, I'm like, well, that's too much Applebee's, guys. Got to get well, that
0: money somewhere. Got to get the advertising. Um, I think a lot Applebee's of using queries. Yeah, <laughs> that's how a lot of you know industries are going to get their ads. They're not going to go through commercial. Yeah, they're going to go through. You know, not as blatant as what the Dr. Seuss was in the middle of the movie. What was it? Universal Studios? Yeah. Chink. I mean, he says Chink in yeah. a movie. It's not a joke it's, if you're really doing it. Yeah, yeah. And so, I, yeah, it's going to be on there. I wish they had a cool hangout spot. <laughs> kind of <laughs> like Power Rangers, because I'm stuck on that now. I wish. <laughs> but uh, somehow, I think season five... the Zordon's going to come in and and recruit (laughs) Cobra Kai and Miyagi-Do to defend the universe. Reed is going to take Hawk. That should be. (laughs) Yeah, Hawk is going to be the evil Green Ranger.
1: So the the really funny thing for me on this show is that I really put off watching season two because I liked season one. I did like it. I I think it is good. It's a good show. But there were just enough things in it that bugged me. Like the real big one was just just running head on into the budget. Like you could just feel that this show was tiny. Mm Mm-hmm. And I put off watching season two a lot. I probably wouldn't have watched it unless it was an assignment. And I got to give them credit for season two. You can tell that they were able to take season one, like season one, the entire season really was their pilot. And they were able to use that to show like, look, we have a, we have an audience. I think the first episode had like 50 million views, which not a perfect metric because that just tells you people hit play. It doesn't tell you right. people stopped it. But I mean, that's still a lot of people. Um, it had a ton of views. The The whole season went really well. It's got great reviews, like 100% Rotten Tomatoes, like you said. And then the second season, I really appreciated them opening up the scope and going to other locations. And the, my favorite part was bringing back characters from Karate Kid 1 and, and 2 completely and totally correctly. They didn't ham-fist any of it. And I, I think we're in this really cool realm right now where like, between this and Endgame, and even even Game of Thrones. Like, fan service is getting paid off, but, like, we've earned it. Like, right. you earn it when, when... So, not to get into the full subplot of it, but, like, characters from the Cobra Kai dojo in Karate Kid 1 and 2 show back up. Like, Johnny's friends from high school yeah. show back up. And it's the same actors. And it's just done so well. And it... He, like, a character I already loved was... Like, I loved Johnny. I think he is... I don't even want to see Walter White because he's like a that that <laughs> dude becomes a villain. I think he's like the reverse Walter White, where he be- right. starts a villain and he's becoming a good human being. But Tom- like Tommy Oliver, yeah, no, yeah, like legitimately, <laughs> that is what this is. We are watching, like if they're like, okay, you want to see Power Rangers for real? Here you go, Crockett Kid. <laughs> like season three, it's all Zords, but um, <laughs> they do such a great job of humanizing him and not having to hit you over the head and be like, he's a good guy. See it? Like it's literally just naturally just through his interactions with the environment they put him in and they do a great job of really breaking down Daniel LaRusso for this by the, doing the same thing because right. the more you see him interact with people the more you see like his natural inclination is to be a dick like he he goes to that to, like too easily and that's the journey that Daniel's on in season 2 that I really like is that Daniel notices that about himself mm-hmm. and actively makes an effort to take a minute slow down pay attention to what he was taught by Miyagi, this person that was so vital to his life, Yeah, that's what and was honor like, him.
2: What I think Daniel realized was that, you know, the whole point of Miyagi-Do was defense only. But, like, since last season, he's just been so aggressive. Yeah, it, it's
1: it's just, it's really... Like, season two, you can tell they they figure out who the characters were. Um, most of the characters evolve in a good way. Whether or not the actor's up to the role, They you know, it's different. But most of the evolutions, I think, are really good. Um, the story beats are exactly what they should be. Like you can tell where it's going to go, but in that good way where you're like, yeah, this is rewarding me for paying attention. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just really good. It, and it's, I do wonder if when everybody reviews it, if they're grading on a curve because they're like, it's really good for a YouTube show and season one, I will give them that really good for a YouTube show. Season two is good.
2: It'd be, it'd be I think it'd be better off of YouTube. That's the thing, though. Like, no one had faith in it. I mean, they shopped around. Why would they? Yeah, YouTube was kind of the only place that would take it. But, I mean, it's like, this is really YouTube's only show. Like yeah, they it have, really is. They have other things um, on there, but this is it. Have you not watched Step Up? Oh god, it's ter- no, it's terrible. <laughs> it's, um,
1: but uh, but YouTube has one other. Sh- I can't, for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it. So I'm bad at this podcasting thing. But uh, it's by Jordan Peele. It's re- it's really weirdly good. I
2: think you're telling about it. Uh, um, telling us
1: about it. Yeah, it's like a pseudo Twilight Zone. Unlike his other show, which is actual Twilight, Twilight Zone. zone. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good, but also
0: it still feels like a YouTube show. Without Cobra Kai, honestly, I wouldn't even give youtube youtube premium any any kind of take to it um so yeah it's kind of kudos to youtube for for taking the chance on cobra kai um i'm not sure if you guys seen about season three yeah yes it's gonna be free because i think they've figured out that
2: season three is gonna be free
1: well what they're doing is they're now making their youtube premium shows you don't have to have youtube premium to watch them okay what they're going to do is introduce them so, like, right now, you can watch all of Karate Kid Season 1 for without having YouTube Premium. It's now ad-supported, so you have to watch pre-roll and mid-roll ads. Um, and it'll be on there for, I think, a week or two weeks. Okay. And then what they'll do is they'll take that off and put on some of their other shows. Then what they announced for Season 3, I, I believe, because they have, like, three different models they're doing right now, but for one of them, and I believe Season 3 is part of it, is what they're going to do is release it for free one episode a week with mm. ads. Or if you have YouTube Premium, here you go, enjoy it all at once, okay. which I think is a that's a perfect in between. Yeah. Just
2: fun, fun. My favorite show, please. I don't care about the other YouTube, whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I could wait a week per episode though. That's the thing, and I think that's where they're trying to bit like bet on because this is a show to binge. Yeah, and
1: I, I think that's where I was like where I'm talking about the the one hour format. Yeah. I think if it's going to be released weekly, mm-hmm. one hour format is better because it gives the story time to decompress. Yeah. Versus, yeah, if you're just like when I watched season two, I was like over the course of two days. Yeah. Like five in, the middle of the day, five in the next
0: 10 day. episodes, 20 some minutes each. I mean, oh, yeah. there
1: there's some long episodes in season two. Season <laughs> yeah. two has like a couple of like 36 minute episodes where I'm like, come on guys. But like yeah. it turned out <laughs> again though, it turned out like by the time it was over,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like by the time that season was over, I enjoyed it more than when I was in the middle of watching it. Like I, there were times in the middle of watching it where I'm just like, okay, kids are partying on the beach. I get it. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. But then when it's over, I was like, man, they tied that into everything. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so some of the the uh, other uh, things that they did on season two was the like again new characters. There's Tori, uh, and there's more with the Y. With the Y, yeah, love that. <laughs> I remember that one. And uh, and she is on the other hand, as opposed to Singre, she's a character that actually enjoyed having on uh, the the season. So she was a good addition for me. Uh, she was kind of the polar opposite opposite of um, Sam. Yeah, Sam. Yeah. Uh, polar opposite Um, but they each have the backstory of why they're doing karate which i thought was awesome um i was kind of disappointed that there was no tournament or no dojo versus dojo would i you know so i actually read about that and they even
1: said that was a conscious decision on their part mm -hmm. because they wanted to make sure that every season was leading up to the next dojo versus dojo or like Tri Valley or all valley whatever it was tournament
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um and so they actively made an effort to be like we'll end it with a fight we'll end it with some really big drama yeah but we want to end it, like, in a surprising place. Because I I even think it's weird, like, it it ends on the first day of school. Yeah. yeah. Every other show that ever starred teenagers, that is the first episode of the season. And this season was about their summer, mm-hmm. what they do over it. I mean, they even, like, just to make sure you understand the show's about the summer, the final scene of the season involves a character sitting on the beach contemplating life. It's a really beautiful beautifully shot scene. And they play a killer cover of Cruel Summer that... I'm just listening to him like this is so on the nose. I should hate everything about this scene, but it works perfectly.
0: So I don't know where actually season three is gonna take place. I'm um, just gonna like
2: just let out. It's not even a big spoiler, but do you think Ellie's gonna be there? Ellie with an eye.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Um. Oh, with the the, how it ended and yeah. Yeah, Uh, she. I would imagine so. I would hope so.
1: According to the, the producers of the show, they've reached out to her, and they're being real coy about it, but I mean, you you cannot, you cannot drop that kind of surprise and then not pay it off. Like, they've, they've said her name multiple times this season, and it ends, the final shot is a phone with a missed message from her, or a the friend request from voice, her. Yeah. Like, she, because the reality of it, too, is if you go back to Karate Kid, she is the reason all of this happened. Like, she was, like, the great lost love of Johnny.
2: Great white buffalo.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, because I want to see, like, what it does for for Daniel LaRusso to have her come back into the
2: picture. Because he has, again, a perfect life. His life is so good. That's what I'm, uh, I don't know if I would say concerned. I am slightly worried. But, you know, Daniel's marriage is a little bit rocky this season. It is. And Allie's coming back next season, maybe. Yeah, and, and that's I kind the thing. Of don't like, want that to happen, how, like
1: we... how much? Like, how much does it change things if for Johnny he's now pursuing? Like, I'm I'm assuming if she comes into the picture and comes in as romantic interest, he's pursuing somebody that is also available, also free, probably has some damage because that's what happens as you get older, like mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then if Daniel LaRusso still pursues her, that changes his character like yeah. dramatically. Yeah. he he becomes the villain. Um. And so that's what that's what I think is so great is by the end of the season they could go so many ways. Any character with two moves could completely switch sides or switch, yeah. um, switch their affiliations, and they've earned all of it. Like that's the that's the thing. Like, like if I'm, I'm going to compare this again to the Game of Thrones episode. So, when we're recording this, we're on episode three of the current season, of Game of Thrones. It was yeah, Battle of Winterfell. I can't remember the name of the episode. North. The um, North remembers. They do. Peppered Farm in the North. They remember. Um, but uh, the second episode of the this, of this season of Game of Thrones is my all-time favorite episode of the show. Because it is, it's the one where they're all just in the castle getting ready for the battle. Yes, there was. It is a perfect character piece. It's shot so well. It, it, it's just gorgeous to look at. And they pay off so much. They, they reward you so much for you. They're like, hey, you've watched s- seven years of this. You have watched these characters go through hell and back. Here's some payoff. Here's some good. Here's some joy. And they earn it. And then the next episode, they earn very little. Amazing things happen. Like, again, I like the episode, but they don't earn a lot of it. A lot of it just happens, and it just feels like story-fueled they're burning up.
2: Um, You didn't like the Dothraki in an open field?
1: Hey, these are our best warriors. Let's send them into the darkness. And uh, it's a cool visual. Don't get me wrong. That was a great visual, but what? like, that's just a bad tactical move. And I don't know anything beyond Magic the Gathering. So if I'm telling you your tactics <laughs> are bad, like, you messed up.
0: Even in checkers, that's bad. I yeah. Mean, you're not just going to so go. I should just up. take my entire front row and just push forward, just not care, never go. call anyone back. Everything's on, on fire. You guys today. will be yeah. good. <laughs> um, yeah, and, But then, like, to compare to, the,
1: David. to compare to the other, like, giant pop culture event going on right now is Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. And to not not to get into spoilers for that, but like that pays off 22 movie or 21 movies worth of plot masterfully. Like they they make Thor the Dark World a better movie for this movie existing.
2: Like I rewatched I Thor the Dark World. Do you think they made it a better movie? I think they just I, gave us a better version. Well, they, gave, they yeah. gave us
1: a better version, but like watching it now, I go like, "Oh, it's see as a as a standalone it's movie it's kind of but, but when you put it together with it, cuz i i i love Thor the Dark World but i understand what? yeah it's it's the closest i've ever got to a he-man movie that was good
0: okay well, i get as a, as a what's as a as a
2: Dolph's <laughs> he-man
0: uh,
1: i i kind of like that movie too i
2: do too but what's
1: his name as, as a as a movie thor the dark world is a bad movie like that is a that is a just a straight up fact like it is it is not a good movie kind of love it Um, I think it's funny. I think it was the the beginning of them learning that Chris Hemsworth could have a sense of humor. Um, But, like, the fact that Endgame makes that better, and that's the thing that Cobra Kai does, is it legitimately makes Karate Kid 1 and 2 specifically better. It also makes 3
2: a little bit better, but 3 was just rough. I'm probably going to watch them uh, this weekend. Yeah, Um, 3... I remember. I don't remember much of three um, until they did flashbacks in this because that's when he yeah. joined Cobra Kai. Yeah, right?
0: I forgot about that. I was like, yeah. when? Yeah, I, I remember, when did he do that? Uh, I remember because it it's, it's like the beginning
2: of his his uh, corruption kind of thing. Right, yeah. and this is the dude with the ponytail, right?
1: Yeah, but and that's the crazy thing though is this 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 does the Thor the Dark World for Karate Kid three where they go like, look, we get it, it's not the best movie, but what if we give it a little bit of context and make it at least part of the story?
0: I keep thinking about parallels between Karate Kid and Star Wars now. <laughs> It's, it's there, it's oh, definitely it, it there. Oh, it could have been Darth Vader right there.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll get to our Star Wars episode, and you guys will settle down for my TED Talk on Star Wars. There Surprisingly,
2: not today. Today is May the 4th that we're recording.
1: We, we we can't be that obvious.
2: <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Peter Mayhew. Mm. Oh, that was sad.
1: He lived uh, a little, I mean, he was like... Oh, he was 74 years old. Dude had like, a great run. He was very tall. sick yeah. for a while. So, I mean, like, kudos to that guy. Like, he lived a hell of a life, but... Yeah, it was still a bummer. Like yeah. uh, of, of all of all times to pass away, like two days before right. this, and you're just like, two oh, days from this is sad. I
2: got to see him once, just in passing. And he just seemed like a cool guy. He's he is dramatically dramatic. tall. Like before he got his new knees, God. Too, so he's in his wheelchair, just smoking a cigarette with a friend.
1: And yet, we're surprised he died. No,
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm not. No, but I, he for the, the size of the guy.
1: Oh yeah, no that, that yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Peter. P. P. He was
2: 73, 72. Um, He was 7 feet 2 inches. Oh, and I think he died like 73. He would have been weird if he (laughs) was 72.
1: 72. (laughs) I got to where I needed to be. One year, yeah, I just assume he's British. I've actually, I don't think I've ever heard him speak
2: American. Um, Uh, in my mind. He just sounds. Speaking of Martin Cove, uh, Sensei Crease, how old do you think he is? In the actor.
1: You could literally tell me he's fifty two and I'd buy it and you could tell me he's one hundred and six and I'd buy it because that <laughs> dude, depending on the camera either looks rugged but still like vital or looks ancient right I that
0: Smart- I I, I, know, I know the
1: answer
2: Sweet the lick you have a problem with that um but. Looking at him, oh, I my, didn't god, I just oh answered, my god, <laughs> god. <laughs> yeah, watch, I just look at him. Holy god, yeah, watching the show, I thought it was late 50s, early 60s. I, well, I like...
0: was a terrible guest at LaRusso, La- La I was in his <laughs> yeah. 40s. He is a Paul Rudd of a kids. kid, but if I was gonna guess, I mean, I would have guess, I don't know, 60s, you know, right. at, at the oldest, you know, 73,
1: yeah. yeah. And you know what? The one time I noticed where I was like, oh, he's gotta be really old was the final scene he's in. He's in mm. his Cobra Kai gi, and, like, there's a weird amount of wrinkling on his arms. <laughs> because, I mean, they, like, we all agree, they were the dumbest gi. Like, yeah. the cut-off sleeves, I, like, oh, man, there's yeah. no way to make that look good. It was cool in the 80s. It was great in the 80s, but now you just look at it, and you're like, oh, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah.
2: it just looks like Mac. You, you guys
1: all ruined your pajamas. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that was the one scene where I saw his arms, and I was like, ah, oh,
2: bro, you got old.
0: But karate. Karate is yeah. found with you the founder of the youth, apparently. You young.
2: I've seen yeah. him in interviews, too. He's still, like. Like, it's amazing well, how... Like, well, he doesn't
1: sound old. Because that's no. the other thing, too, is you get a lot of these actors... Well, he always
2: had that g- just gravel to him.
1: Yeah. Well, like, Samuel Jackson's also shockingly old. Yeah. But, like, in, in Captain Marvel, they de-age him, and they do such an incredible job. But the one thing they can't de-age is, next time you see Captain Marvel, watch when he runs. <laughs> oh, that's a 70-year-old man running.
2: Yeah, I saw, like... A- him sitting in a chair and just like the way his legs look look like it might have been the grandpa pants too like you know everyone has that yeah the grandpa with like the crease in the the middle of the leg and that's when i could see how old he was i guess it was kind of weird but karate keeps you young Uh,
1: that yeah you know that is the lesson of this is uh if you look at everybody who is
2: in it karate is the fountain of youth but surprisingly pat Moreno looked really old for how old he was so I don't know.
1: Yeah, he did the Steve Martin where like he looked like he was 70 when he was yeah. 20 and then just rode that <laughs> until he was until he died. Um so are there any other characters or plot points that we haven't hit on well, that we want to the
0: one thing that we know for sure, season three, Johnny has no Cobra Kai. Right. Where does he go from here?
1: I think season th- it's they're setting up that Cobra Kai officially steps into villain territory in mm-hmm. season three. And yeah. I think it was very important to make sure Johnny wasn't part of that.
0: Right. So what does he do? Like, what would what would you think he would do? Oh, I
1: I know what I want him to do. What I I in my perfect world, season three is the Miyagi Do uprising, where it is now Daniel and Johnny, and Johnny together, I, agreeing I, like I we hate that. each other, but we agree and we're going to do this for our kids. Because I did like the salsa, but also episode. <laughs> salsa Daniel sensei. is a dick. Yeah, like so, I think Johnny can go to
0: him hat in hand quicker than Daniel can accept it. Season two is just. Every episode is miscommunication. I hate it. Oh, yeah. you could just hate give me it. another that, that, sentence. That drove me
2: crazy. It's like, just, just explain it. Just stop like staring at each other and being mad. But, just like, but hey. also
0: that's how
1: people are. Like,
0: uh, I mean, think about how
1: many drunk in your apartment. Think pop, about either pop, pop. how many people you know in your life, or even yourself, where you're like, man, if I had just said, say your piece, and I, think I, it's I let just you speak because
2: it's not me. Like, I'm totally the person that's just gonna like clear the air immediately yeah. whenever it gets like just awkward. And so that's why I was just like, do something to make this not awkward right now. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: for a dude that does a lot of med- uh, uh, meditation throughout the the season, the dude is quick to to light his match. Yeah. Up his ass. Oh, oh. yeah. No. Daniel has zero chill. Like that zero. Big. Let me teach you meditation that I learned from my sensei. And then just starts breaking down doors. Like, the n- <laughs> the n- like, five minutes later. Well,
1: it, it was incredible. I, th- I think we're talking about the same episode where he goes to Johnny's house. And, yeah. like, even the part where Johnny's like, Johnny is the level-headed one who goes like, yeah, hey, man, kids. we're good. Yeah. I got this under control. Fine don't worry. Bologna. It's all good, <laughs> <Yeah>. you guys. <laughs> I know it smells like fried bologna and beer in here, but trust me, <laughs> yeah. it hasn't been a party. You're the but one then that let da- my son live with you. <laughs> Daniel's the one that goes, don't tell me to calm down, and kicks his damn door open. <laughs> and gracious. then... Smashes his TV yeah. that has no wires connected to it that he then rehings later. I don't know if y'all have messed with TVs, but they are fragile. Like, <laughs> I, think you got a,
2: I thought he got a new one.
1: I think he, he got a new one. That guy has zero money. No. That is he, a, no. That okay booming. Season three, he finds an accountant. He learns how <laughs> contracts work. He learns what IP law is. That's the journey of season three. That's what Ali is. Ali's going to show back up and be like, well, I'm an IP attorney. and I'm going to help you get Cobra Kai back.
2: Hey, Johnny's or Daniel's mom was in computers. Oh, that I, were... I I loved seeing her. <laughs> yeah, that was great. She was in season one, too, right? Yeah. Okay. Just, um,
1: it was just one of those, like, really great, like, you know, like, they would have brought back Pat Morita over and over if they could have.
2: Well, they kind of did. I mean, when yeah. you think about it.
1: Yeah. they I, 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 I mean, obviously it was made by the studio that made Karate Kid, but it was kind of awesome how much footage they used from mm-hmm. the original movies to really just, like, lay the message because they do understand that for everybody like me that has seen those movies a million times, this is on YouTube. There are a lot of kids that know what Karate Kid was but haven't watched mm-hmm. it and are
2: clearly not going to go watch it. Did you see the uh, like the faux ESPN? Yes, the uh, 30 for 30 they did. Yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, but the Same thing, they used a lot of the footage from there. Yep. made it look like it was like a home video type of thing.
1: You know, talking about using old footage, one of my, my biggest problems with the show, and it is 100% an, an only me problem, like I have got to be the only human being in history that's ever gotten pissed at this, I hate photos in movies where they're obviously fake. I hate it more than anything.
2: Like Crease's photo or?
1: Like every time there's a picture of Pat Morita, they somehow couldn't find a picture of Pat (laughs) Morita. Because it turns out he wasn't wearing makeup to be Miyagi. It was just Pat Morita. So instead of getting any photograph of him where it was an actual posed photo, they take stills from Karate Kid 1 and 2 and then make a photo out of it. There's film grain on them. There's literally film grain on his photos on the wall in the dojo. Take a look next. And also, he's never looking at the camera. He's always like look, because it's if you're in the movie, you're not looking at the camera. You're looking off. You're looking at the right. character. And every time he's just like, "I'm posing for this picture. Look off to the side."
2: <laughs> it it maybe just ahead of his time. That's how half the people on my friends list I poses guess. now. <laughs> I just
1: I, and I and and I mean that's not like a real I feel like complaint. Rafi does that every time. <laughs> oh god,
2: <laughs> Rafi, you if you
1: listen to this man, he's not. your Instagram game—it's incredible.
2: Um, But I totally see, um, like you were saying, Johnny going to Miyagi-Do. They set it up kind of perfect. But I could even see him
1: taking it over.
2: That's what I'm thinking, though, because Daniel needs to stop teaching. Johnny has no class to teach. You know, Daniel needs to go back to his business, go back to his marriage. Yeah. Johnny, the only thing he has is to teach karate right now. But it's set up in such a perfect way that I can see them, nope, you know, doing
1: another turn on us. But I, I think like what I would love to see when I'm saying like they team up. It's not that like they're both standing in the front of the class like teaching it. I think the way they make it work for everybody, and to to kind of finish off their character arcs is Daniel hands the reins over to Johnny, who has always been a better martial artist. He really is. Yeah. Like they really play up. Like the only reason Johnny or uh, Daniel beat him was he cheated. Well, well, not he... cheated. He you know look man, maybe he needs to not be so aggressive with that crane
2: cake. Hey. I want to go back to that because i don't i totally bought into it until looking it up like I, I love the idea that you know johnny got cheated on and uh daniel should have won and all that stuff but when you look at the movie like probably not an official like our real world rules for a karate match
1: but in this magical wwe universe of in karate this,
2: in this universe i mean at the first match daniel gets a point scored off of him by getting kicked in the head
1: that okay that's actually very true but i, I just mean insofar as like Johnny, you can tell, gave his life to karate. And then you've got this kid who had one real good school year and comes in and is like, I do it now. And then gets to go to Okinawa and do all the cool stuff. But um, what I would love to see happen is Johnny gets to take his place as the head of the dojo. Because that is his passion. That is what he's truly good at. And to learn from Daniel Miyagi's teachings. Like Daniel should only have one student and that student should be Johnny. And then Johnny should be the one teaching all those kids. Because he's the only person that can unite the, like, Karate is for defense. Like, that's the only rule of Miyagi-Do. I but think... also make it a little bit more of a...
0: But it still has to be badass. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, kind
1: of. Yeah, he yeah. can cool it up, yes. but without making it dishonorable.
2: Right. Like, he knows what honor exactly. is. He yeah, can get th- to that. That's what I was going to say. I think, naturally, Johnny is getting to that. Because he's learning no mercy doesn't mean no honor.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's really the lesson. That's, that's And then... You literally can set up a season four where it's about, you know, God willing, the dude who plays Kreese lives because we found out today he's the ancient one. And but, I had um, died at
2: 73, too, so I'm scared. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but uh, like in A Perfect World, the a good chunk of season three or even better, uh, all of season four is about Johnny leading Miyagi-Do or whatever the offshoot of that is against Cobra Kai to finally put his demons to rest because, mm-hmm. like, he has outgrown what Cobra Kai is. I What I don't want to see is Johnny taking Cobra Kai back. Right. Like, he is better than that now, and he needs to save something. It is the name of the show, in. though. It is the name of the show, which also a thing that bugs me because I, I do understand why it's named that, and they earn it. Like, it makes sense. It is about the Cobra Kai dojo, but I feel like that was, like, a joke that got out of hand, and now they're sitting there going, like, damn <laughs> it. We called it Cobra
2: Kai. Well, and... see, I mean, they could just... It could be the ongoing bad guy, though. I don't think he's ever—they're ever, ever going to get rid of Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is a, a feeling; it's not a place. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the uh, what? Is, what do snakes do? They whatever the word for hibernate is for lizards. Are you familiar with groomation? <laughs> God, I,
1: I, yeah. When he was talking about that, I'm like, this—that—that that was. Do you know what nemesis means? That was such a weird, like, the scene was good and the acting was good, but the lines were dumb. But yeah. I was like, all right, I'm eating it up, though. But also, this is a stupid conversation. Like, uh, if you walked by and heard people talking about that, you'd be like, dude, you are way into snakes. Well,
2: <laughs> yes. um, I, I can kind of see them just keeping Cobra Kai back. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, the dude from Cobra Kai, or uh, Credit Kid 3 with the ponytail as been saying like i want to oh yeah no thomas e, Thomasine
1: yeah. and griffith is coming back dude like there's no chance that guy does not come and back I,
2: I think that would be perfect to kind of i really love martin cove but he is up there so i am kind of worried well, for him and i
1: think i think his best role is to be the the palpatine of this show yeah. to be
2: like the guy sitting back on like yes, yes. To your anger. good good but i think that would be like a, a a good person to pass the reins to of the villain oh yeah, yeah is to this guy just yeah, case, and, and it gives them a united road. front yeah. to be
1: like, "Hey, we all hate him," and it's not an old man that we're going to feel bad beating up on. Right,
2: I, still, I think Martin Go can kick everyone's ass in that room, though.
1: Yeah, he he legitimately comes off as terrifying. Yeah. Like everything he does, like if you met him in real life, I I would I would, le- so I would nice. not want to talk to him. He's I'd be so, like, no,
2: like not uh, um, Crease in real life. It's yeah. weird.
1: Um, I looked up last night to see what Thomas Ian uh, Ian Griffith was doing, and apparently he's like still active. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a writer. Out. He like. He didn't just retire and go like chill selling cars in, in Reseda. Like he actually is still in the industry. So, and like you said, he's been asking. He's like, hey, you know, not for nothing, but I'll, I'll come back to this. I remember, I was I was there.
0: What I well, would kind of young. like to see too, it's just not just those two dojos. I wouldn't mind. I mean, if this was a Karate City with a, I want more dojos. I want to <laughs> shop. Okay, <there>. okay, right <laughs> now,
1: season four of of Cobra Kai is now season one. It's called Karate City. karate city (laughs) and then eventually go to the movie series karate world (laughs) or it's just this the chain i'm gonna open up of nothing but sleeveless (laughs) keys
2: that's what i was getting at like instead of party city just like all the karate stuff um i guess sony actually entered into a really big licensing deal uh for karate kid uh cobra merchandise. oh they
1: should man like
2: like we're we're gonna get like literally we're getting pop figures uh we're getting like apparel and all that stuff and i'm kind of excited because my cobra kai shirt from like 10 15 years ago was a little bit tight <laughs> I, I legitimately i had
1: in my hand my miyagi Do uh bandana i almost wore it in here today just to be like i want to i want to get into it and then i realized i have to i have to be a human being and walk around the real world today and i'm not gonna do that you just wait till you're here also it turns out that was built for child size heads in 1984 <laughs> and my head's not that small anymore
2: next large child size
1: yeah it looks
0: real goofy
2: so do you think they're gonna do a third dojo
0: I don't know. I'm just kind of surprised that LaRusso is kind of taking this fame well into his adulthood. And there's no one else. Like, there's no other mention of any other winners. Um, I mean, I wonder if if karate just died. This town was void of karate when
2: we start, right? I mean, there's no dojo.
0: Yeah, I think the tournament was the first, and season one was the first one in a long time. Um, So... We'll yeah, because they had, uh, they, had, they had to like convince them to yeah. throw it right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I, I, I also like going back to Daniel's fame. I'm not against buying that. Like, he's the Al Bundy of this, where he's constantly talking about his four touchdowns in a single okay. game. I'm I'm down with that. Okay. There was one C one scene that really like legitimately pissed me off. Where he's at Larusso Motors. It's showing like how great a salesperson. Like showing like, hey, this dude is legitimately great at his job. And it's him and his wife doing their tag team selling. It's a really fun scene. Like, the whole that, the whole thing is good. But that damn tryhard that walks up, he's like, you're Daniel LaRusso. I saw that tournament back in the day. That's Can I, you do the kick? And I was like, okay, okay, man. This That's, that's is when the, I wrote that note. I was like, how big was
2: karate? Yeah, event? this <laughs> is
1: like, what world are we? That Yeah, that was where I officially went over the edge of like, okay, I get it. Like, to some people, karate's really important. To some people, like, this was a huge event. It's just, it, I know where it takes place. It's not really that small a town. But okay, it's a small town. Whatever. It's not... It's not. It's not. But they, they make it sound like it is. It's like, well, this is the only thing that happens in this town.
2: Of Los Angeles. Yeah, of yeah. like of a
1: suburb of LA. But yeah, that guy just going like, Can you do the kick for me? And I'm like, okay, so it's not even that you were a a karate superstar. It's not even that you beat the hell up out of the Cobra Kai Dojo. It's that you're known for that dumbass kick. That that like ridiculous kick it's that so- like
2: well known that they made a drinking game out of it. Yes. <laughs> when they're standing on the, on the stools with the uh, the beer. That's the, yeah, that's the like crane. They're all doing uh. the crane kick.
1: So that was the part where I'm like, okay, so is karate famous or is it just this one move that like broke humanity?
2: The kick heard around the world. Yeah.
1: Like that was where everyone went from like, I don't know, karate's kind of cool. to Like somebody was like, he
2: stood on one
1: foot, kicked off
2: of it and landed
1: on the other foot and killed that kid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Johnny died. I heard his head hit the rafters, and then he the kick the sonic waves sent the master of the dojo's fist through some glass on an old man's car. I don't know if it was an old man. I don't think it was Miyagi's car, but it was a car. He definitely yeah. punched a window. Oh, I, I love that. How's, your hands? Yeah, how's when, your hands? Oh god, when Daniel just sees Kreese and just that like, how's your hands? Oh, that, yeah, that felt
0: good. That was that was like uh, the flashback scene too. It was like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, that right. was
1: that was Daniel using his uh, his inherent dick powers for yeah. good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I said, God,
1: like, can we just throw some credit to William Zabka and uh, Ralph Macchio? They're legitimately good actors. Like, they have zero right to be so good in the show, which I also does think is what hurts the child actors, like.
2: Well, no, because, I mean, Johnny was William's first role ever, like, in Karate Kid 1.
1: And you can make an argument that in all the movies in the 80s that he played a villain, he just kept playing Johnny, so he's been working on that character.
2: (laughs) But, I mean, you know, I don't... I don't think the, the, the kid actors are that bad in this, but...
1: They just, they're we, not we at the level
2: with... We can't, like, just make that the excuse too. like, this is the first time, because this was yeah. also William's first time.
1: Well, and also, if you look at, like, the, the kid who plays Miguel, like, that... Dude, like, that kid is... I, I love that character. I yeah. love that character. I love the actor playing him. Yeah.
2: Where I do and season, I don't. I just don't like where he's just like, Mr. Sensei, Mr. Sensei.
1: Yeah, they, well, they, they took a lot of his agency away in season two. They, but when yeah. they brought it back, it was really impressive. And... Uh, like just his his whole final scene is like legitimately incredible. His, his whole final scene is what's making me go back for season three right. like i need to see what happens to that kid and
2: that was a whole reason for it and yeah I, mean, I don't mind spoiling it you know, this is what the podcast is about but uh
1: i just didn't want to be the one to do it <laughs> miguel
2: bad. miguel shows honor he doesn't show mercy but he doesn't finish his opponent shows him honor he you know he knows that he, he won gets up and he gets kicked off of a flight of stairs but most
1: importantly he learned the honor from johnny right like he doesn't flash back to remembering anyone but johnny telling him how to be a good human being which is such johnny's not even in that scene and that is such a character building moment for him
2: yeah and uh he's kicked dirty by daniel's student i forget the kid's name jonathan taylor thomas
1: oh that kid's hair man (laughs) <laughs> like, what the hell are they doing with that?
2: Um, or the character's name. I don't remember who, who he is in this. Uh, but he he's Daniel's student, the one that's living with him. And he's taking the reverse, where he should be fighting with honor because he's been learning nothing but Miyagi-Do, but takes a dirty move and uh, kicks Miguel off the the set of stairs. Well,
1: and, and shows like how quickly a person who's been taught honor, a person who's try- Like, that kid's trying so hard to right. come up above his station to be better... But it's just what, like one bad move, well, man. It's
2: just like Daniel, where he you know, he just sees red. You know, once once Daniel gets going, he gets going, you can't like make him stop.
1: And and that's what I like is that this show doesn't just show it's I know I just said one bad move, but it's not just about like it's one bad thing. It's about how one bad thing can lead to the next bad thing, right. can lead to the next bad thing, and how stakes just keep building. And it's not that karma puts you in your place, it's that if you don't learn the lessons of your life, you end up in a really crappy apartment with the weirdest colored walls, frying bologna and drinking Cor's Banquet every morning.
0: But I think really the main from that uh, last episode, I think was really important is what Johnny did before that was take Miguel out and explain to why he's a crappy dad. Explain the moment mm-hmm. that he had a face with the, and with,
2: burger shop with the birth.
0: Yeah. yeah, with the with the birth of his uh, son the moment he failed. He ultimately failed it wasn't necessarily the tournament anymore. It was in life not being there for his son. And telling Miguel that, because Miguel didn't didn't know that backstory and Johnny had to take it to that level to make Johnny understand why he's teaching him the way he's teaching him and not to have Crease palpitating him, you know? Right. Uh, so I think that was the that was the moment before that big fight that really helped Miguel. Uh, become who he is you know at that moment so i think that was a a very important scene and uh, i know um, larusso try to have that same moment with his students you know is to not fight defend 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 you know this isn't about retaliation but then we see larusso retaliate right you know going to the dojo um himself and essentially retaliating Kicking down the door. Yeah, kicking down the door. Again, a separate scene, a separate time. Absolutely not a
1: defensive move, sir. He failed (laughs) Miyagi-Do.
0: Yeah, he failed his students multiple times leading up to the final fight, which his teachings didn't didn't make an impact.
1: Yeah, I'm really worried that they're going to kind of Skylar White, his wife, in the show, because she is she's a she's a cool character but like they're gonna find a way to make her the not fun like you don't get to teach anymore mm-hmm. and like what really needs to happen is we need to agree with her and be like yeah dude you do sh- you should not be teaching and at this point i'm i'm there where i'm like no you're a bad teacher johnny's a better teacher than mm-hmm. you you just have the path you know the correct path and you just need to help people get on right it. um
2: no bad students like
1: to be fair like his his skill is he is a salesman mm-hmm. he gets people to buy into an idea and if they can take that actual skill he has and turn it to him selling Johnny on the idea of where we're clearly going i think that's how you pay that character off so uh, so how, so overall i think i think our opinions are pretty pretty vivid right now like right. i think we all agree it's it's a pretty damn good show it's, it's, it's probably worth your time
2: it is um, this season specifically though i think i didn't really really care about it until the third hour which yeah. is kind of weird uh, considering how much I love the season, but I'm glad I, I watched it. It was...
0: Yeah, the bad for me was Stingray. A couple <laughs> of the... I'm, I'm gonna... I just really hate that character. I'm just... Yeah. Except
2: uh, I did kind of cheer when he popped out of the, the, the leaves and took the headband.
0: Even then, I was like, really? I'd see you, bro. Like, I'd see you. He,
1: he, I think more than anybody, felt like a character that would be on Power Rangers.
0: Like, there's like, yeah, like 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 a what, Vulcan skull. skull. Yeah. Probably,
1: yeah. That's yeah. what he felt like. He took those two characters and put them in one, what? and it's like, he's just walking around like, yeah, there's that music playing behind him every time.
0: So, I mean, his addition, um, really, for me, I, I the good was just the character development of of. Mainly Johnny, but a lot of the character developments we saw, both good and bad. I mean, we saw Hawk kind of go go downwards to a different path, but we saw good in a lot of the main characters, too. Actually,
1: I, I'm glad you brought Hawk up, because I I'd want to touch on that, because I do think, like, they, they purposefully make him a crappy character in Season right. 2.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it's actually kind of awesome, because I think you're seeing how a Johnny is made. Yeah, that's exactly
2: what that was. He is this season's Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. he's
1: this kid that like, his his default is pretty okay. Like, he's not the best kid in the world, but he's not a dick. He's not a murderer. Right. right. He
0: likes to talk to him. And in that
1: final you know. scene, the way he's pursuing the kid whose name I always forget, but he's... Dimitri. Yeah, Dimitri. Really, really fun character. He would have a name like Dimitri, yeah, by but, the like, way. But like, when he's pursuing know?
0: Dimitri, like... <laughs> Don't name your kid Dimitri, because this is what's gonna happen. He's <laughs> defaulted to have a yeah. hard life.
1: <laughs> but uh when Hawk is chasing Dimitri around, like... It it felt like he was going to murder him. It yeah. didn't feel like he was like, I'm going to beat you up because we're in a karate no, fight in high was, school. I was yeah. like, Dimitri's going to get stabbed. High nice school like, shooter yeah. vibes. Yeah. Hawk, Hawk, yes. Hawk
0: said, I'm going to kill you a uh, hundred times in season two. Oh, I, but I, I bought it. You. I was like, oh, he, me,
1: when he says kill, he's not like, I'm going to hurt you real bad or I don't like you. He meant the words, Boy, I'm going, going to bag. end your body. Yeah. Or, end your body. I'm going to end your end life. End your
2: body. <laughs> I, that sounds uh, way more, I want to end your body. That might have been what happened to Miguel.
0: Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so we see a lot of parallels from the masters to the students, which is, is just kind of cool to see, really. Yeah, I uh, think, the teachings um, are getting,
2: specifically with Miguel when they do start like having him do things in the show, um, you can see how malleable he is too, and I think that was kind of cool. Uh, because crease is kind of getting in there for a little bit and yeah. then Johnny can kind of gets back to him yeah. and you can see that like, he's just kind of that. Well, fight,
1: that that needs it. to happen because I think that's what finally snaps Johnny out of it. Cause Johnny still holds crease up as he knows he's flawed. He mm-hmm. knows, he knows he's a bad guy, but it's his dad. Like it's not mm-hmm. his dad, but it's his dad. And it's only when he sees him breaking this other kid that he knows is good. Mm-hmm. And that's when he not only sees the effect Crease is having, but he sees every bad thing he's done. That was because he learned it from Crease. Darth Vader throwing
2: Palpatine.
0: Yeah, it really, yeah. it really is yin and yang a lot
2: with yeah. the show. And I specifically had the image of the yin and yang symbol in my head because I can see that there. It's like Johnny is the white in the darkness, and Daniel's kind of the darkness in the white.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even you see that, in the, each each dojo has doppelgangers. The two yeah, short scrawny kids. kids, yeah.
2: Oh, they paired
1: off perfectly yeah, that fight. It was, fight. It was like an asshat. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, go, go, find your, go find your alt and let's kill them. Yeah, this is like... us. Uh, on uh, face. Yeah,
0: us. This was like the movie Us. <laughs> it is, yes, it was like, find, it, find no your tether. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. There's people called... How have you not seen us yet?
2: I don't go to the theaters that much. I, now i got a reason to, you. we're doing this. Yeah, right, I'm going yeah. to yell at you off. And if off you're going to buy a 1,000 tickets for no reason...
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not no reason. I have to see Avengers Endgame 73 times. I'm sure you're
2: going to take a nap at one point. I've seen this part
1: i haven't that the funny part is i do like i have a habit of the second time i see a movie i'll doze off at the boring parts and weirdly watching avengers i have not fallen asleep one at 3 a.m i saw i still haven't fallen asleep
2: didn't that feel like three hours too so that was pretty cool oh
1: it didn't no it definitely didn't every time that movie starts feeling hey guys this is our avengers uh spoiler No. um every time that movie felt like it was getting long they would change i'm like oh new movie cool um but yeah so like all in all I, I think uh i think our format worked on this one i think that we we took about you know it was a little over three hours because i watched three hours of it and went well like gotta watch the next hour and a half well, yeah and
2: i think that's part of it is you know we're not just doing three hours no we're just seeing the minimum it's, we're, we're it's at, the litmus test yeah we're
1: asking will you do more if you've watched right. three hours and i think the proof of this one is we all finished the we season all watched, yeah I, so I watched
2: all 10 episodes one sitting i yeah. gotta
1: say that's probably a yes then and more importantly, like, I'm excited for the next season. Like, yeah. I, I will watch season three of this happily. And
0: it's in September, too. I mean, we waited a year from May oh, to April. Yeah. They're
1: doing the Letterkenny thing, man. Like I it's love Letterkenny. The
0: there's going to be a show of Letterkenny. Yeah, He's let's got, just that talk that about
1: Letter. But uh, just, well, because Letterkenny's been around for a few years, but they've done yeah. six seasons because yeah. they just pump those things out. Mm-hmm. Like, that. there's Could no reason this not to. Sub, this September? Yeah, it's, it's this year.
0: Yeah, wow. 2019, yeah. So I'm looking forward that to that. We should probably... To another follow up to that as well, um, but yeah, for three hours later, you know, I think some series slowly build up. There's some that I just watch one episode and like I'm done, I quit. And people are like, "No, you got to watch more." Like Parks and Rec, right. um, The Office. There's there's ten that I've binge watched where the season, the first season is not so good from from yeah. my standpoint. You know, I would have quit. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that that's I think Cobra Kai is what we're kind of starting to see happen. That is. Like the the pendulum swing from things like The Office and of Parks and Rec and just like from the standard American TV show of 22 episodes where I, I mean, I can't imagine writing 10 good episodes of something let alone 22. Yeah. And I think like most of my favorite shows are the ones where it's like six to 10 episodes. Like get in, tell your story, get out. And I'm really because there's been a lot of really good media lately where I don't have to say to people anymore, like, Oh, okay. If you want to watch it, you have to skip most of season one, but watch Mm -hmm. these episodes because they inform who the characters are, but start with the sixth episode in season two. That's where they figure it out. Like these are starting figured out. They're Mm -hmm. starting in a place where they go, we know who they are. We're going to fill this in more through the first season. And that's why I feel like the entire first season of the show was a pilot. Mm -hmm. The entire first season felt like a, let's lay the groundwork. We got to cover where, where they've been for 34 years. And then this second season begins, and that really is what feels like the show. Like, this is the season that defines, like, this is what this show is about. It's not just about a sad dude. It's about, like, real stakes for these people and for now, like, an entire city's high school students. Like, so many of those students are in jail now, right? Karate right.
0: City. It should be but Indian who's going to arrest City. them? The
2: Karate Cops?
1: Uh, I think that's the that's the fifth season is the Karate <laughs> Cops being invented. and like uh Stingray. That's where Stingray goes. Yeah, Stingray is going to be the head of the Karate Police. <laughs> Who can take down these children? Stingray rolls in like,
2: I got it. Literally roll, like rolls, tumbles in. Yeah. I got a black belt <laughs> and beating beaten child's
0: ace. <laughs> Just leaves the whole time for the right moment. And it's not strong
2: enough for me. And that is not remotely
1: what Stingray sounds like. I don't know why I decided that was his voice. I watched it like not even 12 hours ago. I know he doesn't get to go around going like, my name's Stingray. Y'all want to fight?
0: How do y'all. Like his, uh, I'd like the character more if he did that. Yeah. yeah
2: that, God, that... I kind of hope he gets good. That, like, God, the character gets better. Damn
0: beard breed. I hope he just gets his ass beat, to be honest. I That's want true. him to enroll in a I, tournament. Well, so I, <laughs> like, I want like his age appropriate tournament. I, I want that comedy oh, character. Oh, that would be so. the best. That, that would be how you make that <laughs> yeah. comedy
1: character. They all go to their tournament. He's in his bracket and he fights an actual 30 year old and they just beat <laughs> his ass. And he's all like, Where are the kids? I don't get to fight them.
0: Just a roundhouse kick and he's out. Yeah. This is round robin. So it's like a couple matches. <laughs> just one
1: tall dude walks
0: up who's got like a foot on him and yeah. is like
1: bro come on you you weigh 280 pounds and you're 5 foot 3 like and then he dies yeah, yeah. he just just by swinging he has the heart attack and goes out and that was stingray
2: um I. I think we're pretty close to wrapping up but yeah. what were top moments of the of the season for you like what stu- what really stuck out i guess and like or was more of like oh that's so cool that they threw that in stuff like that um, examples like mine was when uh, Johnny uh, saved his student on the at the beach when he's trying to get the wallets. Yeah, and he does like the Miyagi like jumps down and you know kicks the guy. I thought that was super cool. Um, and it, it the, the the my absolute favorite part of this entire season I think was like the Cobra Kai Wild Hogs giving Tommy his last yes that that, that, that was, I was gonna
1: say my my two favorite moments are of course this the the last episode I think the last episode is just damn near perfect. But the entire like old school Cobra Kai coming together, mm-hmm. it, it it could have been so bad. Yeah. And it turned into like legitimately the highlight of the season for me because it was just this really great telling of like where these characters are. They didn't have to be super ham fisted about it. And they earned every single thing that comes from that.
2: Yeah. And I think it was cool. Like you were saying, that they, you know, they all just like had their own lives and they're not who they were when they were in yeah. high school. Like none of us are. And, you know, one who becomes a priest and uh, one of them has, has cancer. That's Tommy. One's and in jail. Was one in jail?
1: One's in jail. It's the only person they couldn't get from a scheduling conflict to come back. Oh, and okay. the guy the guy wants to come back. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was. but uh, So instead of just writing him off or saying Dutch. he's dead. Dutch, yeah, yeah. They just throw that line out like Dutch is in jail. And they, the producers literally said, we want to establish that he's alive and where he's at. That way we can bring him around some point in the future.
2: <laughs> and um, and it
0: makes sense. There, There should be like at Least one of them should be bad, right? Yeah, and even just the bar fight, you know, they, yes. they get into a bar fight, you know, R- and the guy plug just he rips his earplug out. And what was the beginning like line for that to just start it off is like, that's the ugliest make-a-wish yeah. <laughs> foundation kid I've ever seen, and you just see him like, what the yeah, all right. That, murdered these guys yeah and they did they all fought and, and I'm, they, I'm
2: glad even uh, tommy fought a little bit like yeah. he yeah a couple punches in you know he's on chemo and everything yeah. but he's, he's still chemo punch and yeah you know, like <laughs> now that like, guy has cancer yeah no, he has to
0: <laughs> give it to him but yeah they they all how their own and against much younger guys at a bar and yeah i think that was such a good episode and kind of a surprising episode because you see you know high school kids beach you know fighting you know, Cry dojo and then there's just one episode that just really stands out that's really different and
2: I don't think it even pulled away from it too much because it is totally like Johnny's like well I have to go now yeah
0: and then there's creases like a yeah. it actually
2: really played into it well because yeah because of crease yeah and it didn't like stop my uh,
0: um... the story kept going yeah naturally you know because that was a good stopping point um, and I just love the, the flashbacks with them riding on, on dirt yeah. bikes. And they're here as adults riding motorcycles and doing the last camping trip. And yeah, the, it was, it was and uh, it honestly, I did tear up.
1: Oh yeah. No, it's yeah. really good. Um, there was actually one other moment I forgot about It is, I know I've said like two other moments, were my favorite one, but I, I forgot all about this. This was like legitimately not just my favorite moment in this show. It's one of my favorite moments in anything in a while when Johnny buys a computer they so perfectly show you who that character still is because he goes to a pawn shop to buy a computer which tells you like you know financially not a great spot he's clearly never touched a computer in his entire life like that dude's worked construction since high school um calls the dude at the pawn shop for tech support which is also just a really good throwaway Mm -hmm. gag and then the first thing he searches for when he gets online is hot, hot babes babes, babes. <laughs> it is the perfect encapsulation of showing this dude is still 17 years old and he has never advanced past that because he looks for hot babes he looks for iron eagle he looks for um this is not like
2: Jeff oh, norris movies
1: i want to uh, say blood it might have been blood i i i i want to say it was shoot fighter it might have
2: been shoot fighter which I think is it was a blood he had like multiple
1: yeah because i i can't remember if i'm remembering shoot fighter because he was in that movie he was in shoot fighter one okay. and two and I thought that would be really a funny thing. From looking at. But just the fact that like that tells you who, that informs so much of who that character is that he has to go get this old Dell computer from 1992. And the first thing he searches for is the way he would refer to women in 1984. And then his favorite movies from his from his childhood. Like it is the epitome of showing the the downside of when culture is all about that nostalgia hit. Mm-hmm. Like he is that guy who is chasing that nostalgia yeah. hit. That's mm-hmm. all he that's all he
2: lives
0: for. Even
1: his password is strike first.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah that was a good moment too uh, back to Tommy like did you guys like think it was too much that they put him in a body bag I only
1: think it was too much because they made a point of calling out what it was I think that's one of those moments where they didn't need to show a flashback where it's literally him going like Get him a body bag! Yeah! and then they put him in a body bag but I mean again they earned, they earned it yeah. dude like what I, else I are they going to do I, Just, thought like, roll in I thought it was
2: great I was expecting it yeah um, i mean it makes sense the like flashback wasn't right then it was no no it was like when they introduced him, him yeah. yeah
1: it was just that was like a it was a cool way to bookend it to be like put him in a body bag and then they put him in a body bag okay that's cool but,
2: but i literally wrote down with like period stops they fucking put in in a body bag
1: yeah it, that that part was
0: life finds a way man it was goofy <laughs> but it was it was worth it
1: um but yeah yeah so good show good time i, I enjoyed good watching show. It. <laughs> it was a good show everybody let's keep doing it so we'll see you next year. We talk about the next one. That's how yeah. we're going to into this podcast. It's, it's really September. just about, it's just about a Karate Kid. Yeah. <laughs> karate Kid cast.
2: Karate Kid cool. yeah,
0: yeah, cool my, cast. my final thoughts. Um, good episode. Good season. Um, we'll recommend. But yeah, I definitely binge watched this. I'm definitely, uh, you could definitely binge watch this. I think, was it, saying on average, half hour, 10 episodes.
1: It's like five and a half hours or five, five-ish hours per season. Yeah. Like, I think it was a little over because there's a few episodes that are like over 30 minutes, but it's yeah. like five to five and a half yeah. hours per season. It's not that bad.
0: Yeah, so definitely recommend if those, even if you haven't watched the original Karate Kid, it's gonna, it takes you, you know, obviously years later, but it does such a good job of establishing its own timeline. Um, yeah, that's essentially what I'm, You're gonna um, want it after anyway.
2: Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, it does make you go back and want to watch where, where where it all began. But, yeah, my recommendation is a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I would recommend people watch it, too. It's worth your time. I'll give it
2: a, I uh, was thinking of a rating, can't now. 16 Pressure. bandanas out of 23. I'll give it a, a black belt.
1: But like a real black belt or the one where you take it off and you, you go back to white belt?
2: No, you got to steal it from the uh, uh, the judge's bag. Oh, there you go, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How many crane kicks out of out of uh, a lunge punch do you give this? Just one, and okay. legal. Okay, good, good. Uh, so, uh, so the next podcast, we're going to pick a whole new thing and watch it. That one's going to be on Matt. Matt, what do you want us to do so, next?
2: So, kind of nervous, but excited. I don't know if you guys have seen it. We haven't even talked about like setting up rules. If we've already seen something that That's uh, we're going to pick. Said? I will rewatch anything. Okay, good. Um, so I want you guys to get your, uh, boxes of mac and cheese ready. Cause we're going to watch Mandy.
1: I swear to God, I thought you were going to say mac and me and I was about to quit the podcast. We're going to watch right mac now. and me. Uh, I have, I've watched Mandy one time and I've been wanting to go back and rewatch it. So I'm all about that.
2: So, um, for those of you at home that want to kind of maybe watch and listen afterwards, watch Mandy alone in a dark room. If you have a nice sound system, turn that sucker up. This isn't a movie you watch with friends. This isn't a movie that you make commentary during and go into it thinking of uh, Conan the Barbarian. Is it, how do you spell that? M-A-N-D-Y.
1: And can I uh can I add a secondary assignment for all three of us next time? Sure. We also have to figure out if Nick Cage is the best actor or the worst actor.
2: I already got the answer. Nick Cage is a is a force of nature. You just point him at something and he's gonna do his thing. Yeah, there is no good student, only a good or bad teacher. And that's Nick Cage is the student. That that dude's on a journey right now, and I'm enjoying <laughs> going on it with him. He owns a pyramid. Not gonna lie, never heard of this. Good I'm excited. Oh. This is definitely like a, uh, you're going to love or you're going to hate it. Like I, There's not going to be an in-between.
1: I know what my pick is going to be, so this is going to inform whether or not I'm going to make us crash and burn <laughs> on that pick with the, what Alex thinks of this movie.
0: Okay. Yeah, are we just reviewing things that take place in the 80s? <laughs> uh, <and> that's <laughs> mostly what
2: I consume, so sure. Yeah. <laughs> my thing is, when I was growing up, I hated like the idea of the 80s, but now that I'm an older
1: man... Well, because now we get to see the fun parts of the 80s only, and not the like legitimate politics yeah, and, and, and crap. Like, more. I was only there for three years. I was there for all of it. I seen it all. I'm a veteran of the wars of the <laughs> 80s, the Cola wars it's seen by it.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Mandy it is. I like the I'm in. You don't I'm, you have
1: to do it. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a Whether or not you're option. in. Um but yeah, I also wanted to throw out there like we we do reserve the right As long as we're willing to explain why, like, if we can't handle those three hours, if we get, if Alex gets 40 minutes into this movie and goes like, nope. That's
2: true. That's fair.
1: (laughs) Like, feel free to just come in and explain like what it was that took you
0: out of it and why you were like, I tapped out. It's only two hours long though. So, I mean, I think, I don't think that's an option to me. I think you have to go three hours or the length of whatever that movie is. You do have to watch
2: the movie and then restart it for an hour. Yeah. That's that's the (laughs) really, really weird part. Yeah. Or I guess you can watch the last hour twice. That's fine.
1: Um, also one thing I wanted to, I wanted us to kind of establish now. So without giving you what my pick is going to be when it comes to my pick, there are two of them and you could ostensibly fit them both into three hours. How do we feel about doing that? Or do we just want to keep it to the one? Cause I personally would rather keep it to the one to give you the option of whether it's worth you pursuing the second one.
2: I I, th- I think for movie, um, just a movie, just, just a movie. Um, I, th- I think I think that is the correct you way do You would want to pursue it. Like, If I do like it, then I will pursue it, I think, before we record. And so I would put in... Probably four hours, and I'm going to make really you like
1: guys it. watch really weird stuff. But I, I also Same. promise I'm not—I will not purposely make you watch something that is legitimately bad. Like right. I'm desperate to see Velocipastor, but I will not well, make you guys thing. watch I it might until do
2: stuff like that because I like good bad. Like oh yeah yeah, yeah. like uh, um... oh good
1: bad is great. But I just mean like I might watch Velocipastor and walk out going like man this movie went places, and mm. I might walk out going like well I'm glad they got that out of their system. <laughs> and I, I promise you I will—I will only give you things that
0: I thir- I actually enjoyed. I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind like a bad, bad movie, you know, like I, good we bad. had a side, or bad, 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 or good, bad, good, I bad, I'm all about, it. I can't do bad, bad, I don't know, well, you don't know until you watch it though, have you, sure, have okay. you looked at Velocipaster,
2: yeah, I have,
0: again, not yeah. what I'm going to be
2: making you guys watch, or like Please something like, like um, should, one of my, my, everyone says The Room is their favorite, like, good, bad movie or whatever, yeah. but mine is, um, The Miami Connection. The most fun terrible movie you will ever watch.
1: Again, very informed by the Karate Kid in the eighties. Mm. <laughs> that 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 movie is what happens when nostalgia goes very wrong, and nostalgia is made while it's still being
2: created. <laughs> um, but I guess ultimately, with the rules, like none of us has a right to stop the other person from picking whatever, so we'll watch whatever. Oh yeah, Whether no, and, good, and bad, again, bad, like, bad.
1: that's why I think we work for this because we're all very dumb, and we will watch anything. We'll try anything. Like I will, I will, I love loving things and I will try to find a way to love something. I will pick it apart. again. To hate. If, if it's, if it's got problems, I will pick it apart. But the harder I pick it apart, the more I love it.
0: Right. See, uh, my, my picks are probably going to be a lot of originals, Hulu originals, Netflix originals, um, because there is a lot of content out there and there's, there's too much. And I, sometimes if I just use it as a challenge, I'm going to kind of force myself to watch it. Yeah. And it's it's mine would probably be a lot newer stuff, you know. Like currently, I'm watching like One Punch Man, and that's I guess not necessarily original, but like, you know, that's gonna be more current.
2: <laughs> oh, that's fine. I mean, we're not. I I'm just a nostalgic person, so that's why mine my picks always kind of go towards eighty stuff. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah if new old whatever. I mean, we're gonna get into video games too eventually. Yeah, yeah, as soon as there's as soon as we're out of this weird drought run right now.
0: Well, World War Z is like. 40 bucks right now on xbox and i don't
1: understand how that game is good it's so weird. did you play it yeah it's it's legitimately a good game
0: okay so i played it for a a few hours uh yesterday and and it's with four people and it's it's it kind of reminds me of how the walkers the white walkers went you know they're climbing over each other there's no like rhyme or reason they're just trying to get to their target they'll climb over each other to do it and world war z is, is like that so the video game is very much like that um to me, it's, I'd much rather play that on, on easy and just go slash. Because and, and, it's still kind of hard on easy. They could overwhelm you very easy. And once you're down, it's hard to get somebody back up. So video games, yeah, there's definitely some some that are older that I haven't tried. So
1: I'm just enjoying the fact that I found out that there are at least three different one-sheet posters for Loss of Pastor. And they're all equally amazing.
2: I only saw the one. It reminds me of like, oh, I like that. Yeah, it's real good. I think, were you the one that said that's it's going to be like our new Wolf Cop? God, that's, uh, that's what I'm gunning for. I'm hoping we have a second what, Wolf Cop. Is or that, third Wolf
1: Cop. Is
0: it on, in theater? Or is it like a sci-fi type of movie?
1: <laughs> it is okay. a... Too excited. Uh, yeah, I'm so, I'm so into this movie. It is... It, it's, Part of like a wave of movies we're seeing hit right now that are—I don't think it's hitting in theaters. If that
2: answers it, it well,
1: I yeah. think I think it will hit some theaters, like select so. market. I, like it might be like
2: going to be a Netflix or well, it might be like, like something
1: where like the director goes to a theater and rents it out and goes like, "I'm gonna answer some questions after it."
2: But it's like these oh, movies hi, where they're I'm Tommy.
1: like they've understood there's a market there for bad movies for sure. and they're they're they're. Hitting, I'm gonna see it.
2: I'm just worried that I'm not gonna like it because I want to like it. Because yeah, I like well, I like Wolf a lot.
1: Yeah, well, because Wolf Cop is a movie that tries really hard and embraces its premise and is stupid, but it knows what it's making and they do a great job. And what I want to see is the movies informed by Wolf Cop that get that and run with it better, but also the ones that just fall apart because they don't understand the joke is that you're making, you're trying your hardest to make a right. bad movie.
2: I'm afraid, I'm afraid for like a Soma type movie, I guess. Like, uh, yeah. um, what's the the turkey one? No. Thanksgiving, Killing, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes I'm yes, worried yes. it's going to be something like that because I, I wanted to love that, but I can can't for some reason i hate it but i want more of
1: a machete yes like where they just again they know they're making a bad movie and they make the best bad movie they can afford all 18 dollars are on that screen at any given time
2: (laughs) all right so with that see you guys later bye I don't have a closing. I don't thing know either. I, I literally can't think of one. Yeah. I think this is the question. Hi, everybody. Just a lot of awkward, like. So I'm just so going to go
1: just, ahead and leave the room. All right, I'm we're gonna, just going to fade do out to clack clack, 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 clack. All right, got cool. my, clack. My, my, my microphone's
0: my going, going away. Wallet at. All right, guys. So I'm going to see you later. Bye. <laughs> hey,
1: that's mine. <laughs> do you guys validate parking? Is it cool if I get out there?